This is the path we take. I'm your host, Hayden Anderson. And I'm Natalie Lorati. And welcome to our show. Welcome back, everybody. Hello. Happy. What is it? It's Friday. It's Friday. <laughs> We're so close to Halloween. I can't wait. Hayden got to see. I got some of my Halloween props in the mail when he it's dirty. Yeah, right as we were about to start recording, she gets she gets her amazing hat, topper, whatever goes on your head. Crown. Her costume. That's the word. Crown. It's dirty. <laughs> I just got whatever. It doesn't matter. So at the end of last week, we realized that Natalie does not know money or money management. And so we figured... The ironic thing is that I'm a finance major. (laughs) I mean, that's business finance though, right? Okay, to be fair, I actually am. I I can be good with money. I was good at money. And then the summer hit and I was sad and spending things. (laughs) Like... (laughs) So Money management was not on priority. <laughs> yes, we're going to talk about mindset and management. Now, I don't claim to be an expert at money management, but I have read a lot of books and I have practiced a lot of money management to get to where I am today. I have my dad, who I think is really good at managing money, as the one that's guided me through everything, and he's concerned for me right now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's, before we get into it, let's start off with a quick recap. Natalie, how was, how was your last week slash weekend? I've been really busy with work um, and then just kind of been really low key. I am almost done with Shit's Creek. Mm. So that's been exciting. I really haven't done anything else. I literally didn't even work. work. I worked out twice this week, which is saying something if you know me but i think that my body needed it and it's good now take take care of yourself there yeah and it's kind of fun to be a little couch potato (laughs) (laughs) to 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 an extent yeah i think i don't really watch a lot of tv so having a week of like binge watching tv Mm -hmm. in the evenings has kind of been fun Mm -hmm. kind of so when we when we last left when we talked had i gone camping yet or was i just about to go camping you were leaving to go camping oh okay i know where we're at then i went camping uh in central washington (laughs) i thought i put myself on mute sorry no you did not (laughs) so i went to central washington uh to go camping and went with some of my best friends and just had an amazing time. Uh, we went kayaking. I decided to uh, drink a little bit too much, go night kayaking and, oh. and race uh, some people that I was there with, which put me into the water uh, as well as the phone in my pocket and <gasps> all of my clothes. <laughs> uh in the middle of the night which is oh good the water was uh probably about 40 degrees i'm guessing it's completely oh, no thank you so they were they were all very worried and i was i was just laughing <laughs> you were like so unaware i was very aware i was just like i mean i'm, I'm not i'm not getting uh, uh well i guess you maybe didn't care i mean i, I just knew i was gonna be fine a very optimistic mindset and I was like well maybe my phone will get out of this just fine it's supposed to be an IPX7 it was a Google Pixel 3 and I say was because it did not make it (laughs) so I lost about 200 pictures oh that's so sad I know normally wait do they not have the auto I guess you're in the woods so it wouldn't have like yeah I have the auto backup and everything uh but because I was out in the middle of nowhere in the woods with no service it couldn't upload Sad. Yeah. So I had my latest backup was uh, right beforehand, but it's okay because it gave me the opportunity to get the new Pixel 6 Pro 
that just came out uh, actually hasn't been released yet. The pre-ordering started last week, so I, I pre-ordered it. Do you have a phone? You texted me. Yeah, I, I have a little burner phone that I got. It was like a, a Motorola something or another. Oh, okay. It was just the cheapest thing I could get at uh, the store. <laughs> well, you got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah. To text people. <laughs> I figured, you know what? It, it, it gives me the opportunity to, to get a new phone. I was kind of on the fence, but I wanted to use mine until it died because... I don't know. I enjoyed my Pixel. And I loved it. So now I'm excited to get the new one. That's kind of my mindset too. Like my phone is shattered. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the front camera is like garbage, but I'm still holding on to it. Yeah. Because, you know, why not? And then let's see, went camping, went hiking, uh, and then just got back to Colorado uh, Wednesday. It's been... It's been good getting back. I had to do some adult things, you know, the unpack laundry, grocery shopping since I've been gone for so long, all that fun stuff. You just remind me of a little laundry in the washer right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. And then I'm going to a concert this weekend. I went to a concert last weekend. I'm going to go see the bleachers. (gasps) Love them. I saw Portugal the Man on Friday last week. I'm a little jealous. So you did oh, do so. I forgot. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> no, uh, the bleachers are just here. I know. I think they were here on like Wednesday or Thursday. I talked to some people and they were like, what, you're going? And I was like, yep. Someone made a snarky comment apparently about Jack Antonoff and I got very upset. Too digress, but whatever. You took it, you took it a little personal? I did take it personally because... Okay, it doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, he's great. They're great. Fun stuff. Um. All right, let's let's jump into it. Okay. So, I have a bunch of different things relating to different uh, income rules that are are good to follow. um, What to invest in pretty pretty easily if you have extra money for investing, which you definitely should. Uh, and just general, I don't know, mindsets around money. Cause I think your mindset with money changes exponentially, both how much you make, how much you can potentially make mm-hmm. and just, just kind of good, good rules for it that, that I think have helped me a lot. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know where all of these came from, but I know it's been through a mix of, uh, watching a whole bunch of things, reading a bunch of different books. Uh, you have like, I will teach you to be rich by Ramit Sethi, who is very good at saving money. Uh, I definitely recommend that book. I uh, have you're a badass at making money, uh, by Jen Sincero. Also very good for mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, also recommend you are a badass in general. I think that was a, a good one just to kind of bop your head into some mindset of <laughs> changing some some perspectives which i thought was good um and then i'm reading another one right now i'm just starting it it's called prosperity consciousness and, oh, sound very interesting yeah I, i'm not sure who it's by it's like a frederick lerman i think i'd have to i'd have to double check that uh, other than like what i was required to read at school <laughs> um I do not really read a lot of money management books. Ah, so all of them are boring. I would say I will teach you to be rich by Ramit Sethi was not boring. Some parts, yes, but yeah. the gist of it was actually very entertaining. I and- felt like intuitively I knew how to save, like at, when I was like in high school and had a job and stuff too. I just like knew that I wanted to save stuff. Yeah, but now I'm at a point where I'm like, woo. <laughs> so there's there's a classic 50 30 20 rule mm-hmm. and that is 50 percent of of all your income after tax goes to your needs yep uh 30 percent of all of that money goes to your wants things that you know you want to have do and whatever and then 20 percent goes to savings yep now that's not always doable especially in your current situation uh but i definitely recommend you're living. talking about me 
No, just anyone. In general. Oh, okay. <laughs> like living near your job is very helpful in a lot of ways. Sometimes, you know, finding different ways to make more money. I think most people don't realize that they have between like $500 and $5,000 just sitting in their house. If they ever really need money, you can sell things around your house. Yeah. That you just really don't need. You probably want a lot of it though, which is, which is fair. So I think categorizing wants and needs is so important. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like the amount of times, and I'm guilty of this too, of like using a food delivery service instead of cooking. Mm -hmm. And then it just gets into a habit of that. And like those delivery fees add up too. Mm -hmm. Even if you are going to eat out. And then, yeah, like this week I went out once. And I've eaten here every single day otherwise. And I'm looking at my bank account. I'm like, huh, nice. Like, <laughs> and I, it was a friend that I hadn't seen in a long time. And I wanted to go out with her. I know it's not a need, but it was so, a good time to catch up. Yeah, you just got to you gotta make some special special requests and then work, work through it. I mean, it, this isn't like a hard rule. It's just a good guideline to follow. I mean, I followed it when I was in Florida. I followed it. Uh, 50% of all my expenses. Now that I've moved to Colorado, uh, because I like going out more and traveling more, I lowered my, my needs cost. <laughs> so now it's totally, totally fair, like 30%. So I have a lot more towards wants. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would say for just as like a general guideline, trying to stick with that. Very good. I'd say once a month, look at what you're spending. Just know, <laughs> just looking at it. Uh, I use Mint. I also do. Look, just to look at it. I think it's been helpful. And also um, you can set like it. notifications too for it. Yeah. And I think that's been, that's been nice too. Um, let's see some other rules. Let me go with like a credit card rule. So I always use a credit card. I use a credit card for everything. That being said, I pay off my credit card bill every month. So I don't actually use any interest. Smart. Which is exactly what you're supposed to do because they are going to gouge you left and right. They are crazy. Pay that off. You should not be paying money to use money. Let me like, yeah, do not. What have, what have you learned though? Because some people are stuck with debt or they've accrued a lot of debt so from your learning I know like you're good with your money and stuff but tips Mm -hmm. to help bring that down as probably fast as possible um definitely looking around what you can to sell sell things getting extra jobs but no matter what paying a little bit at least as a little bit that you can every month whether it's five bucks a month or 50 bucks a month because that's going to compound less and less yeah I'll talk about compounding in in a minute because that works both for you and against you. When it comes to debt, it works very much against you. And I think that's also a good time for people to really look at their needs and wants Mm -hmm. too. And just being realistic with yourself and also with friends too, because I know people can get into maybe feeling bad or like, well, I want to go out with friends or I want to do this. And you don't want to feel left behind because money but we're all in different places i think being open and honest being like hey you know i'm not in a financial space right now to be able to to do that and i'm gonna i'm gonna stay in um we can find something around there but you know that's not something i feel like i can do right now Mm -hmm. and if any of my friends said that to me i'd be like yeah that's fine let's find something else or if it was something i really wanted to do be like you know what that that's cool um I'll cover it or or leave them behind. But like, yeah, I think, and if you don't feel comfortable having that conversation with friends, maybe reassess why if they really are your friends, they won't judge you. Like we're all in different spots mm -hmm. and yeah, we all have different, we're all in different spots. And even if we make the same amount, that doesn't mean our expenses are the same. No, I choose to live alone. That's definitely a choice. Like, Mm -hmm. And my living costs are oh, probably higher because of that. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> but 
for me, it was like also what am I willing to pay for for my personal happiness? And to me, that was worth it. Yeah. And that was just a personal decision that I made. Yeah. I mean, I loved living alone when I was in Portland. That was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I but also have two cats. Expensive. The cats don't count as roommates. I'm sorry. No, no. I'm like, they're as an expense. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm aware pets, they're pets not people. <laughs> pets go into the need category. Pet food, pet vet, pet everything. Yeah. yeah. And I would probably give them an extra, an extra little spot in savings just just in case for yeah unexpected items i would pay um, i would be more willing to pay for their vet things and like my own medical things <laughs> <laughs> not yes. necessarily logical but that's how much i care about them anyways I so i don't that. know if you knew this but yesterday thursday october 21st was uh national credit uh being good with credit awareness day or something like that and There's so a national it, day for everything. I know, there I know. really is. And it made me realize that there's a lot of people that don't know this. You can call your credit card company every six months and ask for not, what's the word? Not an extension, uh, but to increase the amount that you can borrow. Your credit line? Yes, you can increase that amount by between like 25 and 33% if you don't have any marks on your credit, which definitely go get a free yearly uh, credit check from mm-hmm. I believe FICO and double check you don't have any random things on your credit. Uh, you can still ask for it if you do, but I would probably ask for less, like maybe like 10% increase. But yeah, every six months you can ask for like a 25 to 33% increase and what does that do? I mean, that lowers your utilization. It doesn't mean you spend more. <laughs> it means, Dear God, if you get an extension, yeah. Yeah, don't, don't just spend more because of that. No, it means that your utilization for your credit just went down immensely. Yeah. And so your credit score will go up because of that. I mean, for my age, I, I think I have a very good credit score. Type it in the chat. Type it in the chat. I'm curious. I don't feel like you need to say it out loud. Um, I don't really care. I was at 806 for a bit. I'm checking what I am. I, I recently, I think I went down because I lost one of my uh, long-term loans. I paid it off. And so then I just didn't have another long-term line of credit, which yeah. also, which was fine. I'm still in the high 700s. I'm also and in the 700s. Immensely. Um, I'm sending you mine. <laughs> um, hey. Consider it a buy with money. I'm also in high 700. So cool. Yeah. Also, like I said, I'm actually not really bad with money. Wow. Saving just hasn't been the biggest priority. But another tip I have, which we'll need to condense these and put them in bullet points at the very end. Um, if your employer offers any form of matching, just oh set it. I'm sure any like program, you can just do auto setup and it takes it out of your paycheck. You don't even see that. Like it, it automatically comes out, set it, forget it. It's great. I don't know. Did I just scream? I got very enthusiastic about that. That was actually what I was going to talk about next. If your employer offers a 401k, especially if they offer matching, definitely use that as much as you can until you get to the max uh, of their matching. So do that for as much as you can for, for matching. Once you hit that limit for how much they match, then you go into your Roth IRA and put as much as you can until you max that out for the year. That depends on how much you make. Uh, I think for most of those, it's at like eighteen thousand six hundred for the year, and I don't know a whole lot of people that are gonna go through both their four hundred one k matching and their Roth IRA. Yeah, and then after that, you go back to your four hundred one k, and a lot of people don't always realize this uh, because the four hundred one k usually you have options uh, for what you you know, invest with. So your company is going to have different options for your 401k because mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's through them. 
if you're young, obviously go very risky. Yeah. That is, that the riskiest option is generally, especially if you're below like 30, I would say go risky after that, maybe start <laughs> tampering down on Being the- a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then when you're using your own Roth IRA, cause that's, that's post-tax, that's your own money that you just save and put away. That is the other part of the 20%. Um, that I would suggest investing into a target date fund, uh, and a target date fund is an index fund, which, which means it's just like a whole bunch of different funds that are already put together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is based off of when you plan on retiring so just the general the general age so i think i have mine is set for 2055 it's like a 2055 r or something like that oh my god i thought you were saying like in your 20s and i was like dude <laughs> no, 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 no 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 okay do you do you have a you, you said you had a roth ira do you know what you you're investing in at all I have no idea. I can't remember. My dad helped me set this up like when I was like 16. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I did okay. it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I haven't like touched it since. I mean, like, yeah. I would nice. definitely suggest any type of like index fund or target date fund, which is technically an index fund, I think. Uh, like, again, I am not a money master. This is just what I've picked up from, from <laughs> just learning through a lot of these things. You can invest in different stocks and other things yourself, but I don't think you're going to do that much and it's not really worth your time. Just put it into some type of index fund or target date fund. I think that's just going to compound over time and make it a lot easier. Unless Uh, you want to do it for fun. I know some people use, I personally can't use Robinhood just based off of like my job and stuff with conflict. Anyways. Um, We just can't use it, but there, like, I know there's like other ways to do mm-hmm. that, but I, like you said, just don't rely on that as your only form of investment, at least like long-term oh, investment, yeah. have a plan. And then if you want to use Robinhood or something for, this is just a personal opinion for maybe more excitement or short-term or maybe it potentially is long-term, just don't just utilize other resources as well. Mm-hmm. I would say use use that for want the wants category. Yeah, that's a good. Mm-hmm. Not so as after, not in your savings category. Yeah, uh, and so like I, I mean, I invest in the foreign exchange market. I invest in crypto. I invest in stocks myself. All of that is my wants money, just because like I'll I'll put in a little bit every month, just because I think it's fun. Did you buy Doge? <laughs> I I do have a little bit of Doge. Yeah, not okay. much. That was just like, let me get a little bit, just see what happens. It's fun. It's fun money. You can do whatever I want with that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like you said, wants. And yeah. then kind of like you said about how, you know, it take when you go into your 401k matching with your company and it just takes out however much like beforehand, automating into your savings every month is yep. Imp- I mean, having it automatically go into your, your account online and then like have it scheduled for the day after you get paid or every month on like the eighth, just yeah. have it send another 10, 15%, depending on, you know, how much you, you have into your savings. Honestly, just auto set up things in general. If you can like rent, I have that set up. Oh, yeah, it, it will pull and then I'm like okay this is what you have now like it you know every credit card you can have auto like a- every bill can be auto pulled and auto- automatically paid for and, and that you covers your that. needs you yes. know you already know in your head okay it's about this much this is how much I'm budgeting to have and and just kind of the general idea automating everything is so useful and then that just helps you. I, I personally feel like manage your wants better because you, your needs have already for the most part been taken care of. Mm-hmm. Like I have a, you can open as many savings accounts as you want. That doesn't 
change anything. Mm -hmm. So I have a specific savings account that I put in $42 a month every year for Christmas gifts. Was there a specific reason why it's 42? Was that something you read in a book or did you just determine 42 was the number? Um, I think in I Will Teach You To Be Rich, he suggested around 42 bucks a month because then it's okay. 500 bucks for the year, I think, or no, that's, that's way wrong. Yeah, that's, 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 yeah, yeah that actually is right. And so then you just assume, okay, about 500 bucks to spend on all my friends and family. And I feel like that's a reasonable amount for a lot of people. Yeah. I will say this is, you can correct me if you think I'm wrong, but I felt like when I, actually that's a lie. I was going to say when you're in a relationship, you spend more money, but this summer I was not I in a relationship and I went freaking ham. I feel like I spend a lot more money when I'm in a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I like to spoil. I think it kind of can depend because I was like, well, I was like, I actually spent quite a bit this summer but honestly it was probably about the same but <laughs> um, let's get into a little bit more of like mindset about money yes so i have i have a couple different things um that i i choose to kind of live by for money whenever i well i'll start off with like i live with an open hands policy which means that I will both give and receive graciously. Mm -hmm. I will allow people to buy me gifts and I am perfectly happy accepting that. I will also be open to, to paying for things and I'm open to giving gifts and really just having an open, open hands kind of mindset. You, if you can picture this, uh, I feel like a lot of people will, have, will be in like a, a desperate uh, form of like mindset of like they get money and they just clench onto it. If you can just imagine that. Yes. And when you're doing that, think of your hands being closed. It's hard to receive more money that way. And it's also harder to give it. Yeah. And so I say open hands, let money flow in, let money flow out, be conscious and aware of of the money flowing in and out and making sure that you know things aren't just slipping through the cracks where you don't want them to be yeah because that point. happens too and that's why i suggest looking at you know your your bank account probably just at least once a month and then double checking some things um another good rule is to spend a lot on things that you love and be strict on things that you don't love. Like food doesn't count. Food doesn't count. No, food is like groceries are part of the needs. No, I know, but like I love food, but I don't have to eat out every day, kind of thing. Be realistic with yourself. Oh yeah, you gotta be realistic. Love, love being realistic. But I'm saying like a car. If you're, I mean, this is just an example. If you absolutely love a car, go go buy a nice car for yourself. Do something that you will love. If you're like me, where you think a car gets you from point A to point B, I I mean I don't I don't spend a whole lot on my cars. <laughs> I get a used car, which I always suggest. Don't buy a new car unless you absolutely have to have a new car. Yeah. Buy a used car. Those things depreciate in value damn near immediately i mean they do as soon as they leave the lot they depreciate right but now like, it's been very interesting though side point about oh because cars. the car shortage and everything yeah but this is an odd time for everything so it's kind of hard to like it really is housing oh my gosh don't even get me started on housing costs right now <laughs> <laughs> um so we kind of talked a little bit about the desperate mindset about you know don't be desperate with getting money and finding money like you're much more likely to spend money at a business that's not like on their hands and knees begging for your business you know what i mean so don't don't be that desperate person begging because yeah. it's just it's it's really not 
it's not a good look from the outside in and it's not going to get you to where you want to be true mm-hmm. um another thing i do uh which i've picked up actually fairly recently is called arigato which is you know thank you japanese yes and this is something i do anytime i spend money every time i fill out a check for uh something anytime i write down the tip or anything at a restaurant and i i, I buy dinner whatever arigato i i say it and i thank it i thank the money doesn't really make a whole lot of sense from a logical perspective but there's a lot of things with mindset that i think are a great thing to do even if they don't really make a whole lot of logical sense yeah and me being a very logical person it was a it was a very tough time getting into saying that out loud (laughs) yes and and doing things that just don't fully make sense to me logically uh but I found that it helped both my mindset and it's just helped everything just seems to fall into place a lot a lot easier it just reminds me of like Marie Kondo too like the philosophy of like hugging it and like thanking your clothing or whatever it is and then like letting it go yeah just creating that relationship piece of clothing does does this bring joy to me uh if it does you know i i will love you thank you uh, yeah she has that that thank you yes thanking it she's like thank you for your service and, and, and goodbye yeah and I, I feel like that that kind of mindset really i don't know it changes your posture it changes a lot about how you carry yourself and i think that's a lot of a lot of books will be like you know put good into the universe and the universe will give back to you and and all of that and i didn't fully believe that like i think you are a badass at making money is is a big proponent of that and i just didn't like it i didn't understand it but i was like you know what fuck it i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a shot yeah when i started doing it and well, I don't fully believe that the universe was just like, yes, you're being a lot more open. Let me give you something in return. I think it was more, you know, I, my posture changed, my mindset changed, my confidence level changed because I accepted things for how they were. And people could see my change in demeanor, my change in posture they looked at me in a slightly different way as being more open and they yeah. were willing to be a client of mine or give me a gift or really just kind of do anything. And it just, it just opens more doors, I think. And just holding yourself in a different posture and, and having a different mindset in total. So if you were going to distill it down into like five tips Five tips for like creating a mindset or a different mindset. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I would see say oh, yeah, just for like money in general too. Oh, okay. Um I would say the 20, 30, 50 rule for sure. Um automating your your automating everything as much as you possibly can seriously (laughs) um be open with your be open with your hands be open with your mind open with your money and your heart just kidding sorry (laughs) (laughs) be open and be grateful for what you have and i think a lot of people don't think that they can get a good well-paying job i know I'm, i'm going off on a tangent for a second if you don't make enough in your job, go find a different job. You have the skill set. And if you don't, there are so many online free things to, to improve that. But yeah, okay. Uh, another rule, uh, obviously, spend, th- spend a lot of money on things you love. Uh, don't spend be very strict on things that you don't love like no point in spending extra money on something that you're not going to care about to begin with 
very true um and then just have a general like there's more where that came from mindset I think there's a lot of people that assume that money is a finite resource and that if you're getting more money that you're taking it away from other people and that's not inherently true there's so much money in the world that it's it's I mean and it's also at this point pretty much just printed whenever we need it because hooray <laughs> but hyperinflation like, is the thing yes and I, I just feel like if you come into it with thinking you know there's always more where that came from uh thank you for this you know I'm, I'm paying for this thank you arigato uh really just understanding especially for us millennials and younger generations like you're not a millennial are you <laughs> you're too young i w- laughed when you said that because i think i'm like in between because i think i'm different enough for my sister who's gen z but like you and i are also different enough where you think i'm super young but then when i talk to younger people they're like you're you're in that you're an elder i'm in that weird limboy stage gen zillennial or zillennial or whatever it is yeah i don't, I don't know. know i just choose to not <laughs> i'm like it's fine but yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah i would say those are those are i mean some good main tips i have you have any did you have any questions not questions um the only thing i really added to that because i'm not (laughs) great is um the automating yes and and utilizing um your employer if that's something that they have i would say it's a great benefit to have from your employer mm-hmm. all right so let's go on to our next section we have a new section of the show yay <laughs> questions we have a couple of, of of guest questions that we're going to answer Are you ready for this i'm kind of nervous but it's okay kind of nervous Mostly because you told them to me and I forgot what they were. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me start off with this one. Let's see. It's uh, what do you do when you're in a rut? Like when you're aware that you're in an emotionally weird place. And can we provide some examples? Natalie, I'll, I'll let you go first. What, what do you do when you know that you're in a rut? That's funny because that's where I feel like I currently am a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um. Sometimes it's just taking a step back, though, because I didn't necessarily realize I was in a rut until it was like a couple days in a row where I was like, I've done nothing. Mm-hmm. And just kind of assessing your current situation and looking at it as if a friend is looking into the situation mm. and give advice from there. Get that. That's at least how I kind of approach it. I'm like, OK, like, I'm super sorry you're feeling this way. Tell me your situation. And for me, when I tell that situation, I journal about it mm-hmm. and then kind of taking a step back, reading through it, and then kind of finding the common themes of, is it personal, like motivation, or is it circumstances? How long has it been like this? Are there, am I actively doing things that I know bring me joy? Mm-hmm. Am I not? In this case, I really wasn't, but it's something that you normally find a lot of joy out of that you just don't seem to be getting that joy from anymore. Exercising. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess for you right now, exercising. (laughs) But I kind of looked at it as like, I need to give my body a break because I also wasn't getting a ton of joy from it. So I was like, okay, take a break for like a couple of days. It's not going to kill me. I promise. And I did some yoga and like more like active recovery and just kind of realigned with myself. Yoga actually was the best thing I did this week. Like I did it a handful of times and that just helped realign me. And it's something that I find that I can focus on myself mm-hmm. with. And like you always hear meditation, journaling, mm-hmm yoga, all those things. And there's a reason why I think they're talked about so much is because they do help. Mm -hmm. I agree. Now, 
before I get into my what I what I kind of do when I know that I'm in a weird emotional rut, I want to say, have you tried a different form of exercise? Because I know you do Orange Theory a lot, primarily as your exercise, right? Yeah, I also love just going on walks. Yeah, which... I would say go on walks. I would say try something new, try a different sport, just doing yeah. something different, active. Racquetball. I'm just kidding. Um... <laughs> oh, we love racquetball. It's just been a bit. I know. If I find my, I actually am looking into getting into that again. It's always been a good, good thing to do whenever I've been in an emotional rut. It used to cause like emotional pain, though. So well. I think it has for both of us. But now I'm not no longer competing. So I feel like that's good. Um, and then also like for me, I guess part of the rut was when I said like, look and see if there's things that are out of my control that are causing this. It was just like a lot of friends. I like to spend a lot of my time with people, especially because I work by myself throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And I just wasn't seeing friends because of people were gone. People were busy and just also being like, that's not, anything that's my fault mm-hmm. I reached out I tried and then just learning to be like okay like I'm just gonna be home tonight that's totally can be fun too you can watch always TV. go out on your own too you don't need to go out with people I know and I just like but I also wasn't trying to spend money so that was uh, the other thing well, then, yeah, so that's fine like too. I was like no like no one was free to come over and like cook dinner and stuff so but just acknowledging that. And then like, now I have fun plans for this weekend. So it's just like looking forward to mm-hmm. other things kind of helping me get in that way. And sometimes like I, for me, my sister is one of the closest people to me in my life. And so just being able to talk to her too kind of realigns me. Like she sent me some like super nice and cute texts this morning. And I was like, Friday is already better. So. Mm-hmm. So just talk to someone you love, plan something for the future that makes you excited a little bit when I when I get into this like weird emotional rut which happens from from time to time I I'll do that that same thing where I'll I'll take a a third look look from the outside in and see okay what what is making me feel this way if I can't pinpoint it I just focus on my routines I focus on the things that get me through and like okay let me just know what I need to do and even if I really don't want to do it, I'm going to go work out. I'm going to go do some yoga. I'm going to do some creative time work. Yeah. Uh, I love, love my creative time, whether that be working on my business a little bit uh, extra or just creating something artistic, painting something fun. I really, I really like to do that. Um, other times it's, yeah, I'll go pick up a racket, go into the racquetball court and just hit it as hard as I can. That is a fat cat. <laughs> oh, she's unhappy. She is holding up. Wait, a hold very, on. Very large cat. Oh my gosh. Please tell me that his or her name is Chungawungus. No, her name is Lady Sausage. That's more than one sausage. She's a big girl. That is a bratwurst. <laughs> She's chubby. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> she just jumped on my lap. I apologize. <laughs> All right, we got we got two more questions. Uh, okay. let's, we have a, we have a fun one. Uh, oh, good. Kind of our answered. Any books or movies that you've watched recently that were really good? or that gave you a different perspective on life? Like I said, I've been watching Shit's Creek, which I know is not new to mm. anybody, but it's the first time I've watched it all the way through. And I'm just so, having a lot of joy through watching it. Good. And like seeing these characters, even they still stick to kind of their same, to themselves, but just the, these, the Shit's family, not the Shit's family, the Rose mm-hmm. family finally worrying that life just isn't about them and to appreciate what they do have to appreciate what they do have mm-hmm. um and it's just very wholesome and sweet and i really like that um i also read the seven husbands of evelyn hugo and i can't remember the 
author right now. What is that about? Without giving too much away, it's about this Hollywood, like old Hollywood star who is like having this writer write her biography. Mm -hmm. And she was known for being like a very famous actress and whatever, but she also happened to also have seven husbands. Ah, did they know about each other? This sounds like a a cool. Yes, they, well, yeah, she's known for having seven husbands. Not all at the same time, though. It's like throughout her life, she's had seven oh, husbands. Oh, I was thinking yeah. this was like a whole polyamorous thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, although that would be interesting too. Um, and just kind of like why that is, who the real love of her life is. And there is a connection between her and this writer who's a very small, not well-known writer and why Evelyn picked her to be the author of her biography so it's very interesting like a little bit of mystery definitely there's a part of the book where my jaw just dropped I was like I knew it oh my god mm-hmm. um but she's always been known for just living authentically as herself Ooh, and god. not caring like yeah that's having seven husbands is probably not the best rap you know and depends on where you're at <laughs> yeah right I mean no judgment but she's just like She's like, no, I said what I mean. I don't regret things. This is how I live my life. Mm. And so that's kind of been interesting. Yeah. I'll send it to you. It's good. All right. It's a little little saucy too, but. I think a good perspective difference for me that I I read recently, uh, I think I actually listened to it on Audible. Just love Audible. uh, Was Born a Crime. No, no, we could. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> was Born a Crime uh, by Trevor Noah. It's was very eye-opening on like his his life growing up and so many differences and just kind of his perspective on a lot of different things. I thought it was very interesting. Uh, and then obviously I'm reading uh, Prosperity Consciousness right now. And that has a lot of similarities to some of the other money management books, but uh, it also kind of has his own perspective on things too, which I like. In terms you watched of watched anything, I haven't really watched anything. It's like you've been like gone quite a bit, at least in the past two weeks. Yeah, I've been so busy. Uh, I know I everyone is I watching Squid, Squid Game. Game. I, I started. <laughs> I started it. I'm like an episode or two in and I enjoyed it. Now I'm, to... I'm trying to finish it before I even like think about starting something else because I'm not someone who particularly likes watching TV. Mm-hmm. Which is why I think it's also been a nice break. Oh, great British baking show. Great British bake off. Sorry. <laughs> the most wholesome show ever. If you can't tell, there's a theme to things I watch. <laughs> <laughs> And things I avoid. <laughs> yeah, I also have a short attention span if you Squirrel. Stop. Seriously. <laughs> like me having this in front of my windows is like really bad. I'm like, oh, bird. <laughs> mm-hmm. huh. So now I have a, a good question uh, that I've been trying to rack my brain a bit, but let's, let's set the scene a little bit. So oh for someone that's probably struggling to open up maybe a little bit more closed off, uh, to a new partner or a new friend about their mental health history, how would you recommend going about that? Uh, so maybe you, you've had a good, or you've had a, a poor, I guess would probably be a better choice of words, mental health history, either or, how would you open up about that to a new partner? Um, I know we kind of covered it, but in, in a previous episode, but at the same time, also very different. Um, like we've, we've talked about how you feel like, you know, waiting until you feel comfortable opening up, but like, how do we get to that point is the question. Uh, how do you get comfortable with that? And is there anything, uh, that that partner or friend can do to help facilitate that conversation? I think something that's important is that you have to at least have started on looking inwards to yourself, whether that's in therapy or like on your own. Because start start with looking inwards. Because I I didn't feel 
like I could talk to somebody else. I was very closed off, especially like in my first couple of relationships, like high school, obviously, and then like early college, because I hadn't had those conversations with myself. And so therefore I didn't feel trusting to talk to another person mm-hmm. about it. Okay. I thought I could handle things on my own or like I was just scared of judgment because I didn't have really that time to process but at least for me understanding trauma I'd gone through understanding this is who I am and accepting all that was at least I needed to start on that journey before telling somebody you needed to have your own self-acceptance before you could yeah, really or at least at least start on that. Okay. That's at least a good, I feel like, mindset you need to kind of be in. That's fair. I'm trying to think back because I used to be a lot more closed off than I am. Now I am a wide open book. <laughs> <laughs> and that that has been pretty much everything nowadays. Um, very, very accepted with my mental health past very kind of figured that out but trying to think back to when I was getting into a relationship still very depressed didn't really want to talk about it didn't really want to believe it too much like I knew I had depression but I thought it was just who I was and I didn't want to like be a burden on someone with that and I'm gonna kind of just go off and 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 say that if you think that you're going to be a burden to someone then that's not the like and they actually are a burden they they, like you are burdened to them that is not the right person to be with yeah that is if if you don't feel comfortable talking to them that's one thing if they actually do judge you for that then honestly i feel like you dodged a bullet and that goes with friends too oh yeah like and yeah and I have friends that, you know, are very closed off and don't really want to talk about it too much. And I have, and that's, that's perfectly fine. If they're just like, Hey, you know, I, I'm not really comfortable talking about all this and my, my own stuff. I'll let you know when I am, you know, I'm yeah. totally okay with that too. Uh, but I think if you're going to talk to someone or you're worried about doing it, I would say, we kind of talked about this already put a list together about the main points that you want to make yep and warn them beforehand tell them hey uh, I, have, I have something that's you know not easy for me to talk to you about uh i was hoping we could you know talk talk about it a little bit um and you know have them prepared have them make you know that that will at least tell them to put some time away to actually focus and listen which we've talked about a little bit before. Yeah. Uh, and then just getting comfortable, I would say, yeah, the self-acceptance a little bit more and spending more time with that person just on, on non-uncomfortable things. Maybe go outside of your comfort zone a little bit with them. Mm-hmm. See how they I... react. Oh, go ahead. How they react. Yeah, just on on other things that maybe aren't super there but i personally because where i'm at i yeah i just let it out and i'm like i just met you you know what i'll tell you a whole bunch of my past it's not who i am today but i was very closed off and i (laughs) was dating someone for a while you actually met this person while I was in college who was even more closed off than I was you're tilting your head but you know exactly who it is this is a long-term one I'm trying to remember (laughs) I'm I'm not gonna you'll figure out no names I know no names but they were more closed off than I was and I remember like things that happened in their life that they couldn't talk about. I just remember me personally feeling frustrated because I could see how much it was affecting them. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, you, like, I want to be there for you. And realizing that 
I was like, wait, I can open up to someone because they also, if I'm in the right relationship, they also want to be there for me. Yeah. And I kind of had an aha moment of, I don't need to be closed off because if I trust this person, like I should be able to tell them whatever. And at the end of the day, I want to be dating my best friend, life partner, like, you know, mm-hmm. all those things. So you should be able to, to trust them. And if you don't trust them because you're fear of the judgment, like you said, you need to reassess. But that was kind of the switch for me where I was like, no, I should be able to talk about this. I shouldn't have told this alone because my friends, family, person I'm dating, that's pretty deep want to make sure like you're, huh? you have an established relationship what about maybe someone you're thinking about getting into a relationship with I think that just was that moment for me though of like if okay. I'm willing to put if like I want to live my authentic self mm-hmm. and if I want to get in a relationship they should want to be with all of, all of this <laughs> And I'm not whole Natalie, that whole mess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But (laughs) they should want to be with me or because they're interested and for everything else. Like at one point, like at some point you'll have most likely have to talk about it. I think that's a healthy thing to do at least. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, that was just kind of like my, switch that went off in my brain that I was like I want to be comfortable telling people and so then I kind of like work things out personally that I was like okay this is what I feel comfortable talking about now Mm -hmm. but yeah I mean I I just say go for it (laughs) and also just asking someone too I think is an important question even like friends that you have now who've known you for a long time just asking the question of do you have like the mental space to also take on what I'm about to share with you or not? Because you might, if that person is also doing through a lot, it might not be the best time. So just also having that conversation, you know? Yeah. Some very good, good questions. Thanks for, thanks for the submissions people. Remember, we are always open in the DMs for more questions. We're going to try and make this a little bit more common of a, of a section in our show. We so can please reach out with anything. This is about mental health. This is about us personally. Get, get us some crazy questions. This could be about anything. Oh, I got a question for you next week. <laughs> oh, you do? Uh-oh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> But you can message the path we take pod on Instagram or either of our personals. Mine is at Natalie Larati, L-O-R-A-T-I. I just updated mine. I was like, you did. I don't remember what it is. I know what it looks like, but I don't know. At Haydenist, H-A-Y-D-O-N-I-S-T. <laughs> okay. It is a play off the words, of play off the word hedonist, which is very accurate to me. Very. <laughs> and for those who who might not know hedonism natalie you want to explain that no you can do it <laughs> uh it is a i mean it's very fun forwards doing what you want forwards i mean let me let me just get the actual definition because i'm gonna i was like you aren't okay uh person who believes that the pursuit of pleasure is the most important thing in life a pleasure seeker yeah yeah that's 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 pretty accurate thank you uh oxford languages from google Woohoo! <laughs> well that's a wrap i don't even remember how you spelled it but perfect that works <laughs> <laughs> and send us your questions and we'll talk to you next week thanks Bye. thanks for tuning in to the path we take i'm hayden anderson and I'm Natalie Lorati. And thank you so much for listening. You can find us on all the major podcast platforms. Feel free to give us only five-star reviews. Um, leave your comments, questions over there. And then also follow us on Instagram at the path we take pod. And you can also follow us both on our personals if you want. Way less exciting though. Much, much less exciting. Yeah. Mine's just my first and last name. Mine is H. Anderson, 333. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. See you next week.
Woo!